This is Churro Bites with Churro and Bunny. It's Bunny. Um, Hello. First off, who are you? I am a artist and cosplayer yes. and your friend. <laughs> yes. It's crazy. Um, the strength really of this, this uh, podcast has been the amount of people that I've befriended and like I guess, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. Just the amount of friends that I have, like, the people that I got to agree to do this. <laughs> well, I mean, the topics that you bring up are very, they're very thought-provoking. Like, there's a lot to talk about. Yeah. And they're interesting. Do you listen to the show? I have listened to a few episodes. I've been a little bit behind. I thought, usually I can tell who who does and who doesn't. But it's not like it really matters. Like, I don't really mind, I guess. Mm-hmm. But I think I it's, watched, it's very um, easy whenever... for me to tell. You know? Mm-hmm. But I'll admit, I watched them a little while ago. It's just a hobby. So, you know, it's just us and, like, ten other people listening to this right now. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Dang and there's more than zero, though. I will say that. I say yeah. I don't care, but I always bring up the numbers. I'm happy that there's this many people, though. No, oh, hello, Ken. Right? Hopefully it's 11. Right? Isn't that crazy? But anyways, today we're going to be talking about uh, songs. Songs and memories. Right? Yes. Our song, specifically. That's the title. <laughs> the reason why I wanted to bring this up is because um, I was thinking about um, like the, the songs that we listen to. And, you know, sometimes you'll you'll have a friend that you're close to, and then you'll be like, oh, like, this is our song. But I feel like that's a thing more for relationships, but I do that with my friends. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, this is our jam. This is our song, you know? I feel like with friends, it's more of an unspoken thing. Like, you never say outwardly that it's our song, but, but like, the moment it comes on, both of you know, like, that's your song. Yeah. I feel like that might be a part of it. That's like it's mostly reserved for like a relationship type thing, so nobody mm-hmm. really wants to say anything. But like it's obvious, you know. Yeah. You both feel. Um, but it also pertains to like whenever you listen to a song, sometimes you're drawn back to like a memory of a past event or like whenever you first listen to that song. Let's say there was something eventful in your life, and like whenever you go back and listen to it, you always think back to that memory. Hmm. So that's what I wanted to talk about. Let's see. Where are my notes? Here we go. Um, first start. Should I give an example? Do you want to give your examples? Mm, let's start off with one of your examples. Yeah, I was gonna say, I'm gonna start with mine. Um, first song I have written down is Gemini by Wild Nothing. It's a title track of that um of that album called Gemini. And it reminds me mm-hmm. of senior year of high school. I'm not really one to live in the past, but like that one just like encapsulates the whole year. Because that was before I met mm-hmm. you. That was before I met yeah. you. I was, I wouldn't say lonely. I was just kind of depressed. I was, uh, I guess like pushing people away, I guess. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I was sitting by myself all the time. I was eating lunch by myself when I didn't have to. That was my choice. 
Um, so I, I, it makes me think of like all those times that I was just kind of by myself. It also makes me think of like the day of graduation. I snuck my phone in when we we're not supposed to have our phones. And I was mm-hmm. listening to it like after outside. And you know how like everybody's like just standing around, like taking pictures of each other, saying goodbye. Yeah. Um, I didn't do that. Like as soon as I got out, I was like, hey, pick me up. Like I'm done. Mm-hmm. And I think back to that. I was like, damn, like it's kind of a. Uh, toxic of me (laughs) that I didn't even try to say goodbye I just kind of left no I mean I feel like graduation is one of those events where it's you feel obligated to be there yeah I could have tried harder you know that's I get that that's my thing but yeah I just think back to like being by myself like driving around that whole year Mm -hmm. is like weird for me but anyways, that's my first example. <laughs> so it's something um, something I listen to whenever I'm driving, too. It's mostly when I'm driving from somewhere. You know, like driving from dropping somebody off or something like that. Mm-hmm. Does that song make you feel any different now that you're older listening to it? It it doesn't really, um, it doesn't signify like depression or stuff like that. To me, it just kind of signifies like departure. Like I said, like mm-hmm. I'm leaving from somewhere or I'm ending the night or something like that. I got you. How do you feel about that? You got any thoughts, opinions? I It's interesting because I have a lot of songs that I would listen to as kid, like as a kid that I would, I would feel really like connected to or very, um, like I would have very strong emotions attached to it but like certain songs of those that I listen to now as an adult I don't have as strong of an attachment to it but it still reminds me of the time you know mm-hmm. I just I think it's interesting that songs don't always have the same meaning they did when you first heard them why is that why do you think they had they changed meaning do you think I think it, has to do it like... mostly has to do good I think it mostly has to do with uh, like you growing up as a person and like how your perspective on life and yourself change. I guess see that, yeah. Probably has to do with like different experiences and like, I guess, yeah, just how you go through different things. You're mm-hmm. used to different things as you get older. And you have yeah. that, what's it called? What's the word? Hindsight, I guess. Like you're able to see mm-hmm. things from a different perspective than how you were experiencing it. Like when yeah. it occurred, I feel that way. This isn't one of my examples, but I feel that way about uh, Naruto Shippuden ending twenty one. Mm-hmm. It's a cascade by Unlimits, I think. I think that's what it's called. Mm-hmm. And I I tweeted about it, but I remember thinking like, in middle school, I was like, damn, like that song reminded me of whenever I would like walk over to this girl's house. This girl who had a crush on, I would hang out with her like during the summers, like exclusively in the summer. And it reminded me of that. Because I used to walk around everywhere like like crazy. I would walk like three miles from my house just to go to the comic book <laughs> store. That was before we had like Uber and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, now it's just now it's just a Naruto song. But before it was that, it was just like summer romance, I guess. 
Mm-hmm. Your turn. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, one of the main examples I have is um, it's kind of cheesy, but that song, uh, Hotel California. Yeah. Um, I remember I was in the car with um, my mom when I first heard it, and she told me she was like, "I will give you twenty dollars if you learn this song by heart." And I mean, I did. I listened to it so much that I knew all of the words to it by the age of like six or seven. <laughs> but listening to it to this day still gives me like happy memories of being like on the road with my family. Like the few times we would ever take like a, not like a road trip, but a decent drive, like up to two hours. Yeah. That's strange that you relate that song to like happy memories because it's just a it's a weird song it's it's a very weird song but it's <laughs> but like i said like now as an adult knowing what the lyrics of the song like could possibly mean or be portrayed as as opposed to like the happy innocent memories that i have of it it's it's very funny yeah <laughs> i think what's the what's the phrase people use cognitive cognitive dissonance I believe so. Yeah, something like that. I'm not very <laughs> smart. But yeah, um, that song for me, I actually do have a connection to it. It reminds me of really? working late nights at my first job. My first job when I worked at Kroger, I would work until like oh, wow. 11 p.m. And then like most people would stop coming in at like 10. So it would just be me mm-hmm. pushing carts at like 1030 outside. There's like nobody there. Is that your cat? Yeah. <laughs> Hey, we have a secret guest on the show. What up? Yes, Dumpling has come to say hello. Hey, that's what's up. But yeah, that's what it reminds me of. Just being alone right by the highway and like nobody would be driving out there. Mm-hmm. That's very fitting for the song, though. Yeah. I mean, like the first line is on a dark desert highway. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Um, My next example. Ooh. My voice sounds jittery. It's not because I'm about to cry. It's because it's cold in here. I'm like right. It's okay. It's freezing in my house. It's like right by the edge of the house. Right. The window's like right there and all the wind's coming from the north. So it's very cold in my room. Um, Oh, yeah. You are farther north now. Yeah. I'm like 80 miles from you. Wow. Not really. More like 60. But still, isn't that crazy? (laughs) That is crazy. Do you feel any distant from me? Um, physical, yes, but emotional, no. You don't feel like, I don't know, one of my friends says she does. She's, like, into that spiritual stuff. Mm-hmm. You know her. Yeah, she's like, I don't feel your connection anymore. And I'm like, bruh, what does that even mean? Oh. Yeah, what does that mean? I don't know. Maybe we're not on the same network anymore. Hmm. Mm. I'll have to ask her. Anyways, my next example (laughs) is a two for one. You ready for this? Mm -hmm. I don't think you're ready, but okay. (laughs) The next example is Run in My City or My City by BTS. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Yeah, Run Run is a very emotional song for me still. Mm. Yeah, and let's see. For that one, it just reminds me of 
Like every single summer, we would go to Austin together. Where you go to Austin with me and, you know, my regular group of friends. Shout out to all of mm-hmm. them. Uh, we would go pr- <laughs> visit my friend Celeste, who's actually the producer of this podcast. Isn't that crazy? Wow. Yeah, shout out Celeste. Shout out to Celeste. Yeah. We would go and visit her, and it reminds me of, like, driving around in town and then driving driving to and from, you know? And it reminds me of, like, mm-hmm. the nights, like, on the freeway where there's not that much light so you can actually see stars. Mm-hmm. And that and, you know, my honey and all that. Yeah, <laughs> it's a lot of good memories for me. I actually feel the opposite about Run. Run reminds me of a very, like, I guess, somber time of my life. Mm-hmm. Like I was, I was in a, I was in a difficult spot when I first like listened to Run. I would think I was like, well, I had to have been like sixteen, almost seventeen, but I was like barely heading into my senior year of school, high school. And uh, I was stuck in a, I guess, in a mutually unhappy friendship that kind of took over my life. And I don't know, it just, Run was kind of my inspiration for getting out of, breaking out of that situation, essentially. Mm. And it's crazy to think, like, something that you perceive to be one way, because of Mm -hmm. perspective, it's another way for somebody else. Like, for me, that song is like, you know, late nights, traveling, friendship. And like for you, it's like something that might be not traumatic, but maybe like more hurtful. Or like mm-hmm. it brings back to that experience of like the pain that you had because of that. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. It is crazy. It's still a very good song, though. Yeah, I wouldn't listen to it like, you know, just because, you know. It'd have to be something mm-hmm. that comes on in my shuffle. <laughs> I feel that. Yeah. That's how I feel with a lot of BTS songs now. Yeah, don't cancel us, people. Yeah, don't come Don't cancel me. us, Army. I have all the albums on my shelf. <laughs> yeah. I love BTS. I don't even have any. I only bought them as gifts. I've never actually bought one of theirs. Isn't that crazy? Really? Yeah, don't cancel me. <laughs> your turn okay um in a similar kind of two for one sort of situation yeah but it's the same song um i want it that way by the backstreet oh boys you took that one that's one on, that's on the list. <laughs> that was the last one i was i was saving that for last so you go first oh. and I'll, I'll do my side of it well i actually have um two associations with the song got the first one that i have is um my freshman year of college i ended up moving in with a couple people and i just have this really happy memory of us walking around campus late at night just screaming it at the top of our lungs we were walking from like one side of the campus to the other to go back to our apartment but it i don't know it was it was interesting (laughs) just screaming at the top of your lungs Mm. like in a huge campus that's completely empty there's just something like 
very funny about filling the void of silence with I Want It That Way by Backstreet Boys. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's about filling up the space. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to talk about the next one? Or do you want to wait till I get to it? Let's, let's hold off on that one till we till you get to All it. Right. Um, a or B? I have two more examples. A or B? B. All right. Well, I lied. I had three examples, but yeah, let's do B. Um, <laughs> Foster the People's entire second album. I don't even remember what it's called, but that entire second album <laughs> reminds me of shopping at the outlet mall. That's it. There's not. There's, there's not real like emotional connection to it. It just reminds me of being out there in Cyprus. Just random memories. I guess so. Yeah, because I mean, the first time I went out there is probably when that album came out mm-hmm. and then i think i heard it at one of the stores but yeah it's crazy i still have one of the shirts that i bought there and that's that's about it i bought like three shirts and i still have one of them just one <laughs> but yeah i think that was like 2015 2014 i don't remember but yeah it's weird that i recall that it's like that specific album belongs to this shopping mall Mm-hmm. And to them exclusively. Um, yeah, cross that off. So now, whenever I listen, I can't even listen to it anymore because then I'm like, oh, I'm at the mall. There's a lot of music that like it's kind of like mall music, I guess. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about mall music? Yeah, I used to work. Oh yeah, you used to. I used to work in a mall. <laughs> uh, I used to work in Hollister, and the the music was just absolutely unbearable especially around christmas time god i've heard justin bieber's christmas album more times than i ever care to (laughs) i think so i guess yeah like justin bieber's christmas album just reminds me of working during the holidays man now that you said hollister i remember back when we used to shop there not we as in us two but we as in remember back in the day when like rival was a thing and like quinceañeras mm-hmm. everybody would go to quinceañeras mm-hmm. uh, i guess that was when we were like 12 or 13 somewhere around there yeah i wasn't 15 but yeah i remember shopping there and then the music and the smells and how hollister used to be so damn dark all the time i think it's still like that yeah i remember seeing it one is. of the cashiers spray cologne into the vents mm-hmm yeah, funny enough, at Hollister, um, the scent that you smell around the store is the, I believe it's the signature Jake smell. But what they do is they send us a concentrated version of it to dilute in a little bit of water in a spray bottle. And we just spray it around yeah, the store. I thought so. So the smell never leaves. Imagine. It's a more concentrated version of that cologne. And that cologne is already so invasive. <laughs> I never heard of a smell being invasive. <laughs> I understand though, but I've just never heard it be described that way. What the heck? <laughs> um, yeah, that's what I remember. I remember um, "Alligator" by Tegan and Sarah. I don't know if you remember them. Oh yeah, I remember them. Yeah, that's what it reminds me of. But anyways, cross that off the list. Shopping mall music. <laughs> yes. Um, your turn. Okay, um, I'm 
trying to come up with one off the top of my head because uh, I run out? through all the songs. Did you run out? <laughs> yeah. All right, I'll do another one while you think. Okay. Um, Waltz for Cece from the Cowboy Bebop soundtrack reminds me of whenever I used to live by myself. Really? Yeah. I used to take the time because um, I would get off work real early. I would on like Saturdays or Fridays and Saturdays when I wouldn't have anything to do on the weekend. I would I would just kind of just sit there and listen to music. I don't know if you ever saw the layout of my room, but I had like the bed and then I had my recliner and then the TV was there. So mm-hmm. then I would just put music on the TV and I would just sit there in the recliner and either drink or just like stare at the wall. Mm-hmm. Uh, drink not so much because I had a bad experience with gin and I had to stop that. Just because I didn't like it, I was like, damn, like, I never thought alcohol would make me sad. Like, I didn't get super depressed, mm-hmm. but it was just like, damn, like, why bother? You know? Yeah. But yeah, that's what that reminds me of. Late at night, um, music, that room, that room by myself. And yeah, it's crazy because I, I think I talked about it in other episodes where it's like I didn't have the opportunity to really go out. Well, I didn't give myself mm-hmm. the opportunity to go out back before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And it's like, damn, I guess it is regret because like I could have done more. I could have been out. I could have been, you know, happening. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's that was my year. It's kind of lonely, I guess. In a sense. Yeah. That's how I feel about the time. I understand that. Um, do you need more time to think of another one? No, I've got All one. Right, go ahead. Um, Chasing Cars by Snow Patrol. I don't think I've ever heard that one. It, I remember it was one of, because it, it was on the radio when I was growing up. Um, I think it was like, had to have been like 2004 2005 somewhere around there um but i remember it was one of the first songs because back then as a kid you don't really we didn't really have like mp3 players available we just kind of listened to whatever was on the radio at the time (laughs) kids these days with their streaming services Mm -hmm. i'll tell you what Yeah, I remember buying like an MP3 and that was like the big thing that I got myself for Christmas. It was like 15 bucks and I saved up for like months to save up those 15 bucks just to buy a cheap little MP3 radio player. What are you saying? I mean, honestly. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Um, But I was saying that basically... um, my first memory of that song is being in the car and hearing it. And I just remember thinking to myself, like, this is the first time I've heard like a, like a softer sort of song on the radio because it's a very mellow tone, but the lyrics are not sad, but somber, I guess, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, And so like, as a kid, I only remembered hearing it in the car. Um, but as I grew older, I kept listening to it, and now it just reminds me of, like, like drawing or painting, because I would usually have music on while I would do art. 
and that song would always uh end up somehow on like the shuffle playlist and i'd hear it like eight times in the span of one painting Mm. do you still listen to it now oh yeah i love that song Mm. uh what was it again let me write it down chasing cars by snow patrol that sounds familiar but like i said i probably never maybe i have heard of it but i just don't recognize you've probably heard it but i don't recognize the name because you have to remember back then i could barely speak english mm-hmm. english is my second language isn't that crazy could that you tell crazy. not really yeah it's because it's been years but anyways <laughs> 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 I still like telling people that whenever they like make fun of like me messing up a word, I'm like, hey, English is my second language. And they start apologizing. I'm like, nah, I'm just playing. <laughs> I mean, it's true, but I was just playing. Um, This is off topic or kind of off topic, but do you remember what the first song you ever heard was? There's probably stuff that you heard before that, but the first song you recall hearing. The first song... Here. Do you want me to go first? Uh, no, actually, I know the first song. The well, the first song that I can ever remember wasn't like a song that I heard. It was, um, a song that somebody sang to mm-hmm. me. Um, uh, I think the title of the song is "Close to You," but it's by the Carpenters. Mm-hmm. Um, but that song was actually my uh, my lullaby oh. that my parents would sing to me. So it's the first song I ever really, like, I guess could remember the tune of and, like, still know to this day. Yeah. For me, but yeah, it's a very, for me, very soft song. For me, it must have been, like, some, you know, Spanish-Mexican song. But the first mem- mm-hmm. the first song that I can recall, like, as music, I guess. It was uh that one Muse song, it's like supersonic, supernova, something like that. Oh, super uh supersonic black hole yeah, or something like that. Black. Super massive black super hole. Massive black hole, yeah. I remember that song. I remember driving from my preschool to the rodeo and that was on the radio. Yeah, really? on the bus, which is weird. I don't remember buses ever having radios. But yeah. You know, I remember only the uh, the fancy buses. That might have been has the radio on. That might have been it, but yeah, I remember hearing that song. I I knew nothing what was going on because I didn't speak English back then. But I just remember mm-hmm. I remember um listening to that song back then, and then years and I mean years later, like um, what's it called? Senior year high school. It was the first date that I had with my ex. We went to see a concert, and um, her mom played that song on her, on her um, radio or whatever. And out of nowhere, mm-hmm. I was just like, zoop. I was like transported back to being on that bus in pre-K when I could barely even speak. And I had a big like, oh, moment because I never, mm-hmm. never thought about that song again. I never heard it again. And it wasn't until then that I was like, what? Like, this was real? Like, this mm-hmm. is a thing? And I think most people remember that song from the Twilight baseball scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's where I first heard yeah. it. Yeah, That's crazy to me. That I could still reconnect that memory from, like, like a 14-year gap, basically. 
Mm-hmm. More on that later. Do I go next or is it your turn? It's my turn, right? I think so, yeah. All right. Um, funny thing about that concert that we went to. Um, we went to see this uh, artist called Julieta Venegas. And mm-hmm. it's like, that was our like first date or whatever, right? We went to go see her mm-hmm. in concert. But the whole time, I was... Don't cancel me for this, but I was thinking about somebody else because that whole artist and her music reminded me of one of my friends. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It reminded me of my friend Shaylee because we used to listen to her on the bus ride from our school to um, one of the other schools for debate. We used to sit together and we would listen to music like one headphone, one headphone. You know how it is. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she, even now when I listen to her, that reminds me of her and back then. And I guess a lot is because our, the way we connected, I guess, was because we're both very Mexican. You know, and mm-hmm. I, I didn't really have that with anybody else. Yeah. That's how that became a memory. Um, yeah, that's it for that one. Anything you want to add? Thoughts, opinions? Um, I was just saying that it's interesting how the same song can mean something different to, you know, other people. Yeah. Because it's like you've got one song made by an artist who had his own intention of making it. But then you've got millions of other people listening to the same song but thinking about different things. I didn't even think about that because, yeah, that's also a thing that plays into it. Because, like, artists or songwriters have the intention of, like, the meaning of a song and like what it will represent and what it means to them as the creator of it and then everybody else who's consuming mm-hmm. the song who's listening to it kind of connects their own thing they bring their own part of it into the song mm-hmm. i didn't even think about that that's a very very good thing that you said right there because music is music art. is art, yeah. artist subjective aren't you an artist yes aren't you a songwriter you want to start a band <laughs> Let's see. I don't play any musical instrument, but you can be the lead singer, right? I think I think we'll just be a Backstreet Boys cover band. <laughs> <laughs> Make it happen. Um, I think with that we arrive at the last example. Mm-hmm. You ready? Yeah, I don't think you're ready. Um, but you know, we'll, okay. we'll try it anyway. Yeah, we'll we'll try it anyway. <laughs> um, the last example that I have, actually, no, wait, I could probably stall for time. At another example, um, all those songs from uh, Dance Dance Revolution. Oh I yeah, can't, <laughs> I can't name them all, but if you heard them, you would know. And I can't listen to the songs without associating them with you. Really? Yeah. Due to my DDR obsession. Yeah. It's like ingrained into the programming of the of the songs. It's like <laughs> this is bun material only. <laughs> For bun by For bun. For bun by bun. Um copyright <laughs> twenty twenty 
Bond Industries. <laughs> yeah, isn't that crazy? Also, um, I guess but these aren't really like a strong emotional connection that I have with them. But it's just, oh, I guess that's not even what we're talking about. We're talking about memory. So I guess that applies, yeah. I don't get points knocked mm-hmm. off for these. Um, <laughs> what, was, what was that song? I remember, was it? I think at Comic Palooza, you try to teach me one of the dances. I'm not sure if it was Likey or Yes or Yes. I think it was Likey. It, it, it was probably Likey. Do you know the dance to it? Yes, and I it do. it was Likey, yeah. <laughs> I know the dance to both. That might be it, yeah. But I'm pretty sure it was Likey. Yeah, it was Likey. You were wearing the diva costume. Oh, yeah. We walked past that K-pop booth. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. I always <laughs> see those. There's always people, like, I don't know if they're doing lobby con or something, but there's always, like, outside, and there's, like, six of them. And they're doing, like, their mm-hmm. own little dance routine. They're doing one of the choreographies. Yeah. That's weird. Why do they do that? I don't know. I I feel like conventions in general are just a place for people to get out all of their like obsession. It's like everything we do, everything we do in our bedrooms, we can now do it in public for one weekend. Oh, that might be it. <laughs> um, off topic, but one thing that I did see before that I thought was kind of weird is like people cosplaying K-pop people. Yeah, that's that's no. That's a big no. And it's weird because, like, I'll, I'll be sitting in line and something, and I'll see someone with, like, a sign. Like, they, they're wearing clothes and, like, all they're dressed up and whatever. And they have a sign on their mm-hmm. chest that says Jimin 0-1-10-18 or something, which is, like, the date, I guess, that oh they wore gosh. the outfit. I guess. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. It's weird to me. I never really, like, call them out oh or say anything because they look kind of young, you know? I feel like that's probably just their yeah. outlet or whatever. But it's just, it's weird to me in the sense, yeah. like, I don't understand, I guess. I think, I think in that sort of situation, the best you can do is educate them. Like, this is just me speaking personally, like, as an Asian American to all of the, of the few people that will hear this, mm-hmm. please do not dress up as an actual person of a different ethnicity and do it in an like please don't do it in an ignorant way. Wearing the clothes is one thing, but I have seen people who have genuinely taped their eyes or used a different foundation color to match this real person you are dressing up as. <laughs> that's wild to me that people would go that far. And that's when it crosses the but line. Anyways, I think the people that I did see were just like outfits. Like it was just outfits and hair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, outfits and wigs. Even the wigs feel a little off to me. Because it's like, I feel like once you wear a wig, you're like, Chris, like stepping over that boundary of like, okay, you're dressing up as the person. Mm. It's like now you're like trying to be the person. Uh, we're going off topic, but can you explain kins to me? How do kins work? Yeah. You know? <laughs> so. Yeah, the thing about Kins is that it originally started, I believe, as a Tumblr like subgroup where they have the 
the mindset that they are the character that they relate so heavily with. But nowadays, it's kind of taken on a new meaning of mm. I just very heavily relate just depends to this on the character. Person? Yeah, I mean, it definitely depends on the person. However, there are no, some no. very very negative drawbacks to the mindset that you are the person and it often comes like a lot of the conflict of no people who can i guess the same character <laughs> no doubles honestly i feel like at that point that phrase is like it's funny we we joke about it but i have seen i haven't it seen in it in person, person but i've seen it people online like, no like you can't be me it's like you're not even them that's what it seems like to me. It's it's weird. I just remember I just remember being at a hotel party at a con and Oof. of course it they were two Junkos. Oh Junko and Ashima from Danganronpa. Dang man, Ron Paul. <laughs> Not to hate on Danganronpa. Don't hate on Danganronpa, yeah. but these <laughs> Dang it, grandpa. <laughs> but these two uh people were arguing over which of them looked more accurate to the character and it got to the point of each of them being like you're not Junko I'm Junko <laughs> it's just it's it very funny to see in a in a real life setting the thought of somebody being like I am this fictional <laughs> character and no you cannot also be this um, fictional character I remember okay still off topic but I remember thinking, like, someone asked me, like, who would I can, <laughs> and I don't think I, I don't think there's anybody that I can relate to that heavily. Where I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. this could be me. See, that's that's how I feel. There are characters that I do relate to very heavily, but mm-hmm. I wouldn't go as far as to say I, think, I can. Them. To me, I just can only be me. You know, I'm built different, so. Let's just leave it up to that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, I think I stalled long enough. Here's our last example. Um, <laughs> I want it that way by okay. the Backstreet Boys, part two. The sequel, Electric Boogie. <laughs> the sequel. Yeah. Um, even before you, it was <laughs> it was just a song that I like singing. Because it's a very catchy song. You know I like singing and stuff. Yeah, yeah so... To me, that wasn't even, like, me, mm-hmm. like, trying... Okay, so I guess the back... The context. The first time that we met up... Because we used to live in the same city. And then I didn't know that. That was crazy. Um. Mm-hmm. No, I didn't. What, you really didn't know? I didn't know. And then it was even crazier. Like <laughs> We talked about these things in that first. We tried to record an episode about our friendship like months ago. But then I made an error and none of my audio got recorded. So then that's gone. But I we talked about it before. It's like... <laughs> we, were, we were talking. We were friends for like a week. And then I was like, oh, like, what you doing? Like, let's hang out. And like, all right, here's my address. And I was like, what? Like, I was just kidding. you over here, like, <laughs> giving me access to your house. And I was like, what? 
I just I don't know something about you just I mean I'm glad it's true I haven't done I don't do anything but it was just crazy to me like what like how are you just gonna trust anybody just like that see the thing is is that I don't usually ever do that well I guess okay maybe now that I I guess after that experience, I just kind of realized that, okay, maybe I shouldn't just be giving my address to anybody I meet on the internet. (laughs) That was crazy. I think it was like... Like as a safety precaution. Excuse me. I think it was like three months after that where like we actually were close enough to do that, I guess. So then I went over and it was just a random night. Mm -hmm. I had gotten off work. I was like, hey, like, what are you doing this weekend? You're like, oh, I'm actually free today. And I was like, what? Because I didn't expect that. And you're like, oh, yeah. like, Well, by then, I already knew where you lived, I guess. <laughs> so then I was like, yeah, I was like, um, mm-hmm. you knew let how me try to sort take. that out. And then <laughs> 45 minutes later, one long-ass drive. Because back then, I wasn't, like, super confident about my driving. I mean, I've been driving for, like, a year and a half. But I was just like, mm. Mm-hmm. Because I'd never driven down that way before. Never passed U of H, at least. And then... Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then that happened. Then you went to the arcade. And you went to the mall, which is, like, the thing that we usually do nowadays. Or from then on, that's, like, our usual thing. It's arcades and malls. Mm-hmm. And then... It yeah. was closing time, and I was driving you home. And then that song came on on my Spotify and I was just like singing to myself you know it starts off with the intro and it's me singing and then you start chiming in mm-hmm. and then it's a duo became a duet yeah I didn't, expect, I didn't expect that like obviously it's a popular song but I just didn't expect you to chime in you, you know, know? And that's the thing. I I actually don't usually like singing in the car with other people just because I I don't know. It it feels it feels weird to me, but for that instance and like for that song with you, it just it felt like the right. Yeah, like, it felt like I had to do it. Like something possessed my body. I mean, for me, I wouldn't I was say like, it's I like have to do this. Super magical moment. But for me, it's like that's kind of what solidifies that like, yeah, this is my friend. You know. This is real, I guess. Because I didn't expect that. And now whenever I listen to that song, it just reminds me of just like driving out and then out of nowhere, it's like, I don't know. It's a good song. Like, honestly, people are singing it together. That's what it's for. You know? That's what it reminds me of. Mm -hmm. So I still have that strong emotional connection to that song. And that's my example. That's it for those. So now I want to relate to you why that is the way that it is. So music itself doesn't really help recalling memories. Like it's not whenever you listen to a song, remember, you think about something that happened before, right? You make that connection. But it's not necessarily the way that it's supposed to happen. Mm -hmm. The reason why it works out that way is because music 
is instrumental in the way that it forms new memories. So you're not really making that connection of like what happened back then. It's more about what's happening now. And whenever you listen to it, it's easier for it to record it in your memory. So it's not listening to the song that brings you back to it. It's just listening to the song mm-hmm. then made that strong memory so that it's easier to remind back to it instead of it being pulled out from mm-hmm. your memory. Yeah. That's the science behind it. Yeah. Did you know that? Wow. I knew of it vaguely, but I I don't know. I guess auditory is still something so I guess I don't I wouldn't say it's hard for me to understand, but it's it's definitely interesting to hear the the actual science and stuff behind it because I am half deaf and so when I hear songs, I know that it's not exactly how it's meant to be heard, but the parts of it that I do hear. I don't know, it just it's it's interesting to hear like the science of let, let me let me put it this way. It's like music is in sound waves. And since my brain has trouble interpreting those waves, it's interesting hearing mm-hmm. like how the waves are supposed to be. And how because I guess like here's okay, here's an interesting question. When you think of a song, are you do you always feel like you relate more to the music itself or the lyrics? Like what draws you in more? Mm, that's a good question. I'm trying to think of all my examples and all the songs that I listen to. Um, I think the music, like the actual notes and stuff compared to like the lyrics. It's opposite for me because a lot of the time I can't hear the actual Mm. music that's being played, but what I do hear is the lyrics. So oftentimes I find myself to like a song more if it's got good lyrics as opposed to like, say like a catchy. Do you think it has to do anything with the fact that it's easier to read lyrics than it is to read music? Hmm. Probably. I mean, I think probably the way that your brain processes sound, like as an individual, you yourself. But I mean, that to me, that's that's what makes sense. That like Mm -hmm. because I can read, everybody can read, assuming they know English. Everybody can read the lyrics of most songs, but not a lot of people can read sheet music. You know. Mm Hmm. That's how I feel about it. That's what. Yeah. But I think mm. I think listening and reading music is totally different because with listening you you feel, but with reading it's more of like an analytical sense because you're thinking it out in your brain as opposed to hearing I what one's more emotion, the, the other what one's it's more supposed like to sound like math. I guess yeah, right brain left brain. Yeah, I was just about to say that. Mm-hmm. Get out of it's my like head. right brain left brain. Mm. You'd be surprised. <laughs> I'm in there. Um, anything else you want to add? I think we're good in closing. <laughs> we ex- we explained the science behind it. We got our examples in. I think. Anything music related you want to add? Mm-hmm. Memory related. 
Mm. Not really. All right. Any shout outs? All that needed to be said. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and shout out my cat Dumpling. Shout out to Dumpling for making um, a little little guest appearance. Anybody else? <laughs> All right, yeah, because people feel left out later. Um, nah, I think I'm good. Happy holidays to everybody. First and foremost, mm-hmm. it's that season, man. Yes, happy holidays. It's crazy to think I'm 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 the going season. off topic and I'm going over time. But it's crazy to think the way things are now because of this year compared to how they were last year. Because, I mean. Oof. Oh, yeah. I. Because I think about like, this year where is a we complete were, 180 from last year. Last year. Like, I mean, last year I was like, hey, like, what are you doing? I got like two stacks in my pocket. Let's ball out. And then we went Christmas shopping. And then it was like, how much does it cost? <laughs> it does not matter. That was crazy. I was like, damn, like I wish I could have replicated <laughs> that this year, but it's like both I don't have too much money and also we shouldn't be, you know, like going out in those super public places like the mall. I'm actually wearing the Naruto sweater right now. Mm-hmm. I noticed but I got fucking ramen stains on it. Oh my gosh. It's very fitting, yeah. I mean there's even that's There's very fitting. Design, <laughs> Naruto would be happy. Like the food. That'd be a little bit gross. But yeah, <laughs> it's authentic now. Maybe I'll wash it and then pack it in the gift box somewhere. Mm-hmm. Some lucky place. Yeah, official. <laughs> Naruto official ate ramen now. in the sweater. Officially signed by. Proof of stain. The author. <laughs> Kishimoto. See, I thought that, but I didn't want to sound stupid. Kishimoto. I was just going to say Kishi. Same difference. <laughs> but yeah, it's crazy how this year is a lot more different than last year. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess all we can do is remain optimistic going into next year. Oof. Yeah. Oof. We got to make I can imagine like the first con once the vaccine all safe. Oof. That's gonna be crazy. Oh, that that first People con, are gonna, like, jump out windows. That first and, like, con dance is gonna be glorious. Outside. People are gonna get pregnant. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's it's probably it's gonna crazy, be crazy. That will happen. <laughs> Damn, someone's gonna start life at a convention. <laughs> Giant weed party. <laughs> yeah. Imagine being conceived at a convention. I just That's want to know what my thought. parents were dressed up as. <laughs> I just imagine the kind of name someone born or conceived <laughs> at a conception at a fucking convention would get. All the little Sasuke's running around there. <laughs> Shout out to anyone named Sasuke in real life. <laughs> Slightly off topic, but um, I actually met someone recently who um, he has a kid and uh he named her Rin and because his last name is I think something along the lines of like Illigon or oh something like that so he named her Rin Illigon to, after Rin would you ever give would you ever, <laughs> if you're one of those people that likes children would you ever give your kids a fucking anime name 
Um, yeah, that's that's kind of not if it was Japanese was say, because I'm like not Japanese. But yeah, yeah, but like that anime, uh, Carol and Tuesday, mm. amazing anime. By I like the, the way. music. I wouldn't mind naming my kid Tuesday. I think one. I think it was Yoko Kano that did the music. Mm-hmm. She was one. Of, she's one of my favorite composers because she did the music for like, like a lot of the other movies, like Cowboy Bebop. Like I'm not too sure. Yeah, now you, that's how you know she's good. But anyways, mm-hmm. um, I don't think I would. That's a little bit weird to me. <laughs> Maybe just because I'm like old fashioned. But anyways, mm-hmm. off topic. We're good now. Um, <laughs> anything you wanna plug in? I guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, feel free to follow me on my Instagram at bunny lloyd mm. b-u-n-n-i-l-o-i-d yeah post cosplay another i was thinking about buying just creative uh, stuff on there shin's mask from dolo head dolo now that i have the money for it wouldn't that be cool oh Yeah. That would be cool. Maybe. I've been told I should cosplay Ebby Sue. Yeah, not <laughs> my god. Miss <laughs> <laughs> brain damage. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Spoiler, sorry. Anyways, read the series to find out how she got that way. Here's my <laughs> plug. Read that series. Um I think we're good now. <laughs> Thanks to everybody for listening. Thanks for being on the show. Yes. All right, cool. Thank you for having me. I'll see you next week. Thank you for everyone for listening. Bye. Yeah.